Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void Podcast LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. We've produced some bonus content, such as long-form episodes for each season, as well as having conducted interviews with some of our cast members. We bring to you now an excerpt episode of one of those interviews. You can watch the entire interview online through our Patreon page by visiting void-podcast.com and then by clicking on the Patreon link in the menu. Thanks again for listening to Void. We hope you enjoyed this interview excerpt. Um, so I'm joined today by Lin Chia, who plays Sarabella Rayon. Hello, hello. Resident, the main resident badass in our ship here <laughs> uh, is uh, the security security expert. So Lynn, um, thank you for joining me today. So um, I'd like thank to start- you for having me. Yeah, I'd like to start with uh, learning more about you and kind of your history and your background and things that kind of influenced you as you were growing up. So where, uh, where did you grow up? Where are you from? Well, originally from Seattle, first part of my childhood, and we moved to Philly when I think I was like around eight or nine. Yeah. And then Philly ever since. So what prompted the move? Uh, My parents, you know, they had like a Chinese restaurant out in Seattle, but the economy wasn't doing so great. Mm -hmm. That was like during the time when um, Boeing, because Boeing was like a huge, like, uh, part of the economy in Seattle and they like they moved or something I forget but or they started outsourcing a lot of their jobs so mm. the economy was like really bad and so we so we moved and then um interesting enough like Boeing has been back in Seattle as well as like Amazon and like the economy there is like crazy now <laughs> no it's big yeah. yeah after after the fact so what yeah. so what are your what did your what do your parents do then like as far as professionally uh, my parents uh, at the time, well, right now, like my dad, like they got divorced. My dad's out in Florida. He is a um, casino table dealer. Mm. And then my mom uh, recently got into like real estate. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, so where, so where did the, um, I, I always try to probe here with the, with the family a little bit. Where did the, where did the acting come from for you then? Oh my gosh. So. I was, I was working a job where I was like so miserable. This was like 2000, uh, 2012, 2013. I was miserable in this job. What was the job? <laughs> um, I was, I was working for a wine importer and it was like really cool at first. And then, um, yeah, I just remember like, hated my boss and it was it was he was such a jerk you know and um I was just wasn't happy but I was like it's just funny how life turns out because somehow I convinced myself that I wanted to get into sales and one way to get better at that was to take acting classes I don't know I read that somewhere (laughs) you're kidding yeah and like it had it's so weird how like the universe works because the universe was like, I think the only way I was going to listen to to my creative calling, because I actually had, I actually, I actually had like 
creative tendencies um, mm. when I was a lot younger. I In Philly, what you have to do is you apply to high schools. One of the high schools that I applied to um, was like the high school of creative and performing arts. Mm. And I actually got into their drama program. Oh, wow. And somehow I, this is a high school in Philadelphia. Okay. And I, I, I applied to a bunch of high schools and I ended up turning it down because I was like, you know, I don't want to be a starving artist and the, all these ideas <laughs> about, you know, making a living in art. And this is, you know, this is like in the, you know, late, late nineties, early two thousands. So I, I just didn't have a lot of, role models or examples of of people who were you know making a living or being successful in art and and in creative jobs and so i turned it down mm. and um you know went ended up going to to another high school that was just like normal or whatever and um there was a drama program like drama club and but i i didn't join it i was like super nerdy and how to get good grades, how to please my parents, that kind of thing. Um, and, you know, all through college, I switched around with majors because didn't know what I wanted to do and eventually like graduated. And after I graduated, I, 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 you know, I was like, I want to learn more about wine. And I took some classes and um, I think at a, like one of those conventions for like wine and whatever I, I met, I met my then boss and he offered me a job and I was there for like five years. Like, mm, wow. Yeah. And that's when it was, it was just like spiritually, it was like really rough. And I, I think, I think I just needed some kind of creative outlet, but I convinced, convinced myself like it had to be, it had to like, be practical to um, my job somehow. So I convinced myself like, oh, like, by taking acting classes, it would help me with sales. <laughs> I don't know, but. Like maybe building confidence or something maybe? Is that the idea? Probably or like interpersonal oh, like yeah, skills yeah. or just anything like that. And yeah. um, so, but like literally the first day of acting class, it was like a local acting class or whatever. And I just completely fell in love completely and I just I love doing it I didn't decide then that that was what I wanted to do um but it was just I looked forward to it every week like getting a scene working on it and learning everything you know that the teacher had to say it was it, it yeah it was like the the bite or the bug or whatever the bit by the bug right there huh okay. yeah mm -hmm. so so after that initial class did you pursue further education than it like what was the path after that? well yeah I you know I was I think I was at I was taking that class for like a couple of years two or three years or something and um, I realized that you know all the actors that I saw on TV or I admired I looked them up on Wikipedia their bios and like they all had formal training mm. they had they went to some kind of training program and I I did some workshops with um, with the teachers that went to Juilliard mm. and I, I realized like, wow, like there is so much to learn. Like there's so much to learn and, and, and to the training process, everything like that. And it's not just acting, it's like voice, it's movement, mm. it's, it's combat training, you know, like stage combat training and all that. And 
um, that's when I, I decided that I was going to apply to MFA programs. Yeah. And I, you know, wow. I applied to like the top MFA programs and didn't get any callbacks except for, except for Rutgers. I think I got a callback for Rutgers, but eventually they put me on their waiting list and I was like, screw that. I'm going to get trained somehow. And um, I heard about William Esper Studio in, in New York. Hmm. Um, I actually knew a couple people who did the program and they had great things to say. So I went for an interview. Um, it wasn't like a formal audition process for them. It was an interview and and it was like, great, like you're in. And I, I did two years there. I did the conservatory program where it was like acting, voice, movement, and a bunch of, you know, other curriculars. And um, yeah, and I, I did that and, and it was like the best, the best two years of my life. So coming out of that, were you first doing like plays or like films or like what was the first? No, well, um, before that I had, I had been auditioning and, and doing like for commercials and stuff like that. And I did like a bunch of like short films. Um, and I just kind of put that all on hold. I told my agent, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in school again and I'd like to focus on that. So I don't want to be auditioning. And she was like, okay. And I did the two years. And then when I got out, it was like, I also realized like, it's really tough, like being an actor, like a lot, you know, you, the typical actor has a day job, you know, a survival job. Or two days so <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, multiple. So yeah, I decided that my day job, I would like to work in the beauty industry. So mm. I, after the two year program in New York, I went to beauty school mm. and got my esthetician license. And, um, I do, I do eyelash extensions. So I take oh, clients and I, cool. I do eyelash extensions. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. so, so going, rewinding for a minute, who then when when you started to pursue being an actor, who did you look at for inspiration? like as an influence and it doesn't even have to be an actor. It could be just another artist who admires somebody like that. But who, who did you, who were you drawing from at that time as far as like, Oh my gosh, motivating so many, but you know, I love Viola Davis. Okay. Love, love her. You know, everyone loves Meryl Streep, you know, um, I love Sandra Oh, mm. I, David Schwimmer and friends. Um, yeah, his, his acting is like really great. I, you know, just so many, so many people, uh, just off the top of my head, I can't remember all of them, but, um, you know, uh, some people that come like comedic actors, like David Tennant, you know, mm. um, yeah, I loved I loved him in Doctor Who. And I think I, yeah, I saw, I saw his, um, he did like a Shakespeare thing. I forget which play. But um, the actress was also in Doctor Who. Mm. Yeah, I forget which one it was. It was. I should know this, but <laughs> okay. my brain, my right. brain is like weird. So <laughs> yeah, I just, just, just a lot of a lot of actors. A lot of influence. Mm -hmm. We hope you enjoyed that interview excerpt. Don't forget to visit our website at void-podcast.com and then click on the Patreon link to find more bonus content. 
Thanks again for listening. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com.